Welcome to this week's edition of the Wispy Mob Music Acoustic Radio Podcast Series. I'm your host, Todd, middle initial C. Walker. Yes, that's right, it's me. And you're just listening to me, that's right, me playing my Avian Falcon guitar at my local radio uh, recording studio. And a Falcon model, which unfortunately has been discontinued, but I, it's the only one I have recorded at the moment, is a baritone guitar, and I tune it actually up in C sharp because it fits my vocal register better. And I just wanted to play that. And the reason I wanted to play that recording is the gentleman sitting next to me is the American distributor for avian guitars, Mr. Biauzo. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for having me today, Todd. And I drove up to Buffalo, New York to uh, meet him in person because I'm here to pick up my new avian songbird guitar and i thought this is a great chance to interview somebody in their location rather than from my desktop absolutely it's my privilege well now tell me a little bit about how you got associated with avian guitars i have to be honest that i started as a fan <laughs> i i am no nothing close to a luthier uh musician or anything i'm just a, a guitar player that plays they're going to guitar and enjoy myself uh, in my own home. And uh, but starting, everybody is talking about COVID all the time, and this is all started with the COVID as well. And uh, at that time, my wife got stuck back in China, and um, I I am here working alone, and uh, I think I should probably uh, start uh, playing guitar again. And uh, first thing would be uh, upgrading my guitar. And at that time, um, I look up online and um, I, I still remember there was a, a internet brand um, called Orange Woods. Yes. And uh, they got so popular at that time and then I bought one because it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time, uh, money on, on my first attempt. And, uh, but then I started using that uh, guitar to practice finger style uh, because I used to be a strumming and uh, singing type of uh, guitar player. And, um, but since I have all those time during the COVID and uh, I started uh, practicing finger style, but using that guitar, it's just so painful <laughs> <laughs> because you see people in those uh, tutorial videos doing something and you hear that how it sounds, but when you actually start playing using the orange woods, you don't hear the same sound at all. No, they they have enhanced the sound in a studio, EQ'd it and put compression into it. Yeah. And and I have purchased an orange wood guitar as well. And I, I purchased it one to see how good they were or how mm. bad they were. And actually it wasn't bad. Yeah, it it was a decent but for, for the price. Yes. And I ended up raffling it off to raise money for the the uh, tornadoes down south. Yes. And uh, we raised over $1,000, which was terrific. Mm -hmm. And the fellow who won the guitar, and I put a K&K pickup into it, mm -hmm. and he performed with it last summer. Mm -hmm. And I must admit, it had a very nice sound amplified, mm -hmm. somewhat muted. Yeah. So 
but he doesn't play fingerstyle. He strums. Yes, yes. So it worked really well. But yeah. I can understand why it wouldn't work for you, fingerstyle. Yeah, that that works perfect for uh, strumming and singing. And uh, uh, most of their guitars have a built-in uh, pickup system, mm -hmm. and so that works for me at the beginning. But when I started uh, practicing fingerstyle, it just uh, doesn't go right. And that's why then I started looking at all those tutorial videos. Uh, the guitar players were using a very odd-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> very odd shaped guitar and uh then i started to do doing some uh do some research and uh this name came up to me and avian guitar and i thought that was uh like a very um exotic <laughs> uh, guitar brand i thought it was originated in, in the north america because i saw a lot of uh, the old videos from the previous avian guitar owner and uh, distributors in uh, England, Canada, and US, and their first time going to the NAM show, all those videos. I did all those. Uh, I did all those um, uh, researches before buying one, and then I started reaching out uh, to that um, because all those uh, influencers having the contact information of um, the, the guitar. So I started contacting uh, and the owner con uh, communicated with me directly at that time. And I was thinking, wow, it's totally different than I was expecting, but I'll give it a try. And then I purchased my uh, first avian guitar and my only one uh, avian guitar. And be funny enough, uh, then I realized I'm the first American user <laughs> here for the new owner, not the uh, previous. I know there are a lot of um, um, uh, previous owner, uh, previous uh, avian owners here in the US, mm -hmm. uh, but not the new owner. So the new owner, basically only know me in the US. And uh, we started chatting and he's a very decent guy. And um, uh, because he, he along the way, he, uh, you know, a lot of, I deal with some of the sellers before and they are very, I would, I would say uh, cunning uh, while uh, doing business. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one is very frank and um, uh, genuine uh, while communicating. So I like him uh, a lot. And uh, especially after the, the guitar arrives, the product speaks for itself. And uh, while you were talking ab uh, about the guitar with him and the brand with him, you realize that those people only want to know how to improve the guitar quality. They don't talk about business all this, uh, like all, all the other brand owners and uh, as you would expect them to do. But this guy would just talk about how they can um, change the, the bridge a little bit change the string a little bit and uh, what kind of paint they should use to increase the sound quality and uh, nothing related to do business sometimes i feel after being the, become their dealer i i feel uh, uh, a little bit worried about them <laughs> because i i think they will go bankruptcies <laughs> but obviously uh after the nam show i stopped thinking about that because the the products actually like i said speaks for itself then he started approaching me asking, since you are such a uh, advocate for the brand, could you please uh, try to actually promote our products in the US? And I said, sure, I can try, but I have a full time job and uh, I, I cannot guarantee any, anything. But 
he he basically says、uh, it's better than nothing because I I think you are a very trustworthy guy and、uh, I I because as you can see Todd、um, I have fifty fifty five zero Avian guitars very high va- valued guitars sitting in my basement <laughs> and the storing there and I haven't paid. Anything for that yet? They just ship it to me and asking me to just start、uh, promoting it and、uh, asking how people think about it, and then people can test it、uh, either through a, a YouTube influencer or the small、uh, guitar shop owners. And after actually, I just don't have enough time to do that. But every time I drive with. Five or six guitars out and the,、uh, visiting all the music shop around me. They're all positive fee-、uh, feedbacks, and they are shocking that they didn't know this brand exists. And、uh, with a, such a affordable、uh, price range, with a handcrafted, high quality guitar, and、uh, here available in the U.S. directly. So, I, I guess、um, the. Uh, awkwardly, I got dragged into this <laughs> ship of a dealership, and uh, uh, he basically just asked me.、Um, at first, is he just said promote it, and then he started shipping all those guitars to me, and I just listed on eBay and Etsy, very unprofessional, and I feel bad for that as well, but. I I have a full time job and、uh, the 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 daytime job is very demanding and、uh, I, that's the only thing that I can comfort myself w- w- when doing it un- unprofessionally, but also today doing this podcast <laughs> makes me a little bit nervous. But thank you for being so nice to me, Todd. And I might screw something up, but、uh, <laughs> no, there's there's no. Yeah, no mistakes in 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 podcasts.、Yeah. At least not on my podcast. Perfect. The We must just tell everybody that the way Miao and I got to know each other、mm-hmm. is I am a Avian guitar owner before I ever knew he existed.、Mm-hmm. All of my Avian guitars up until today, that is, were Avian guitars from the previous company owner,、mm-hmm. and I love all of them.、Mm-hmm. I have owned four. I did sell two of them because I wasn't playing them enough, but、I've, I have those two. I have a Skylark.、Mm-hmm. Which is the more futuristic looking of the designs, and I have a Falcon, which has unfortunately been discontinued.、Mm-hmm. It's a baritone guitar, and that does make sense because baritone guitars, the average person, it's like a twelve-string.、Mm-hmm. There are many twelve-string bu-、uh, players out there,、mm-hmm. but the average guitar player has a six-string. If they get a twelve-string, it doesn't get played that much. Same with a baritone. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for a guitar company to. Discontinue a model that is a small percentage,、uh, and put their time and money into the the models that、yes. do fit the. I don't want to say the every player, but I also do want to say the every player, because、mm-hmm. I can tell you, my Skylark is my number one performance guitar.、Mm-hmm. I gig. I don't since COVID. I don't perform out as much.、Uh, last year, I think I did seven or eight. Gigs this year, I'm actually doing a lot more studio work, but my Avian Skylark and my Falcon, my Baritone, are my number one guitars to take out at a gig.、Mm-hmm. The reason being is build quality, 
comfort when playing, playability, mm-hmm. tuning and intonation, mm-hmm. and last but not least, sound. Yeah. Because they sound great, they play great, they, they intonate really well. And I wanted, the, the songbird I owned was an all maple, and it just wasn't getting enough use. I sold that. And when I contacted you mm-hmm. when you got your first shipment, and it was the all mahogany Skylark. Yeah. I don't know if you had any of the songbirds you might have. And they got sold very quickly. So yeah. you told me that you were going to contact me when the next shipment came in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you did. And I dragged my feet for a couple of weeks. And when I finally contacted you, they had sold. Yeah, they're sold. Again. And that was, what, three years ago or so? Yeah, almost three years ago, yes. And uh, you mentioned that um, Skylark and uh, also the word futuristic. It reminds me that uh, another... Work part uh, another part of my work for Avian is actually contacting all the contacts that they want to contact in the U.S. and which is including Harry Flashman, which is the original designer, and that's exactly the same word that he was using to describe the Skylark, which is futuristic design, and uh, that's why I feel uh, uh, so connected when when you actually uh, contact me and. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. Well, the there weren't any four A's, yes. which is the Sitka spruce top with uh, ro- Indian Rose. rosewood back and sides. Yes. There had been, mm-hmm. and it got sold. Yes. And I kept checking, and there were, there were none on reverb, and I even checked the site. and it, But on the site, it said, in stock, Buffalo shipped within four or five days. And I thought, well, maybe the website hasn't caught up to the sales yet. Yes, yes. And so I contacted you directly, and mm-hmm. you said, I have two. Yeah. Would you like to stop by and see which one you like better yeah. without knowing where I lived? Yeah. And I live in Frederick, Maryland. It's about a – the GPS said it was five, five hours, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, stopping to go to the bathroom and get gas and getting something to eat took me seven. But I thought it would be a great excuse to, one, try the two, mm-hmm. see which one I liked better, and I did choose one of them but also to interview you for the podcast Mm -hmm. rather than doing it on the phone the way I normally conduct it. So thank you very much for allowing me to come up, try the guitars, and then also chat with you. It's definitely my privilege to have this because this is my first time doing a podcast. It's very interesting and exciting. I like it. And uh, also, I think it fits my personality as well because, um, as I said, I've been uh, doing this uh, part-time as a dealer and... uh, at first, I feel really bad, as I mentioned. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really bad uh, doing it um, professionally. But uh, after talking, uh, contacting luciers like Harry Flashman and uh, Ryan Gerber, all those luciers um, that, that I have been getting in touch uh, constantly and uh, getting new, to know their lifestyle, I, I think my personality matches the the definition of handcrafted guitar of avian because it's not like about making money and uh, i'm not in a hurry selling a lot of guitar as well but every time i want to guarantee every time when someone actually touches the guitar feel how quality how good quality it is and uh won't say this is a cheap made uh, guitar that you're trying to scam anyone and uh, that's why um, when 
I would say because I have those experience when they started to uh, shipping all those guitar to me, I drove all those guitars in my back trunk and talking to people in the music shop. And uh, normally, I if they know what they're doing, a lot of the music shops are selling all type of uh, in music instruments, not like the uh, specialty in the uh, their specialty in in uh, acoustic guitars. But when I ha uh, uh, encounter one. Uh, they know exactly what they're doing. And then uh, when I, I, I prepare pitch, even it is very <laughs> clumsy one, and I'm an IT guy. I'm not a no salesman at all, but I, I prepare clumsy pitches. But uh, but uh, when I see this guy started pulling out his light torch and checking the binding inside the guitar and all the details, I know I should shut up and uh, let this guy do his thing. and. Uh, Every time the result turns out fantastic because they all have very positive feedbacks. That's why I want you to come here without me telling you how good I feel about the brand and the guitar. No, providing that you already a avian guitar owner and I definitely don't need to, but I feel that they made some improvement uh, after acquiring it as well. And uh, since I have all the inventory here, you can test all of them and uh, probably like, fell in love with the brand more with actually uh, coming in here. So that's how it started. <laughs> well, the now tell everybody what the lineup is now, the different body styles. Oh, yeah. Uh, right now, um, I, I still remember there, um, I, like I said, I mentioned that I do, did some research on the uh, old avian. I thought that was the same, and then I started getting involved with all those things. And But right now, the, um, the original product line got cut into uh, three, which is Soundbird, uh, Skylark, and Dove. And those three are the old product lines got designed by uh, Michael Bashkin and uh, Harry Flashman. And uh, right now they started adding one more uh, draw knot uh, shape, which is called Penguin. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, naive as I, I was, and uh, I thought uh, uh, futuristic design like Skylark would be a, a big selling point when I tried to break markets in the U.S. But funny, most people like Penguin. <laughs> well, that's because Martin is still the king. Well, Martin and Taylor and Gibson are the, the, the big three. Mm -hmm. Martin is who started it all with the dreadnought. Mm -hmm. And so the average person who doesn't play guitar, mm -hmm. if they see a dreadnought, that's what they think of a guitar that's should it. look like. Yeah, I see what So that's saying. where the penguin is probably going to very quickly... Acceptance. Yes, ha have, yeah. have immediate acceptance, and it probably will sell very, very well. Yeah. The What I like, and I haven't tried one of those yet, mm -hmm. and I like dreadnoughts, mm -hmm. and I don't mind that my elbow's way up in the air with a dreadnought. I don't have bad shoulders for that yet. <laughs> Some of my friends do. But what I look for is playability, like I mentioned, playability. Yes. Whether it tunes and intonates well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're slightly different for, for those of you listening who don't know the difference between tuning and intonating is you can tune a guitar using a tuner. So each string is the actual tone that you're looking for, the key. But if you then strum the chord and it's out of whack, it means the guitar doesn't intonate. 
which means it's not in tune with itself. And some of the brands, just no matter what you do, they never, well, no guitar is going to be 100% perfect because of the nature of it. But the closer you can get, the better it's going to be from a performance standpoint because it's going to be more pleasing to you as the player mm -hmm. and also as the person listening. There's nothing worse than dissonance when you're sitting listening to something other than jazz. And jazz dissonance is good to a point, mm. but not in, say, singer-songwriter or fingerstyle. So the guitar needs to tune. And one thing Avian is so good at is every one of mine right out of the box tuned really well and intonates really, really well. That's something new to me, actually. I, I Like I said, I'm just a home guitar player and enjoying myself. And uh, that's really something it, it actually makes perfect sense because a lot of the time and uh, you you play a uh, single note and melody and it sounds amazing and when you start strumming everything you're like scattered and uh, it's just not as good anymore and you you have the best wood you have the best string and uh, it's just why it happens I, I guess that's because of that yes now tell the uh, the songbird is more best way to describe it for people would be it's an auditorium size. Yes. Which is um, if you took a dreadnought mm -hmm. and an OM guitar mm -hmm. and combined the two together, you'd get the sky, the songbird. Yes, correct. It's uh, um, actually, I, <laughs> I, I think I know all of those knowledge uh, while contacting the people that Avian want me to help them contacting in the U.S., especially uh, they want to buy uh, really high-quality tone woods for their uh, guitars. And uh, when coming to the size of the tone woods, and it's a little bit awkward, we know that um, um, Taylor has their set of uh, shape uh, and size, and Martin has their own shape. They can match somehow, but uh, Skylark is a little bit different, um, and the Sunbird is the same. There, it's a type of, I don't know, it's a triple O or triple zero, and the double O or double zero is in between that size and the shape. And so normally we buy a little bit larger, mm -hmm. and uh, then we're, I think it's a little bit, uh, I think that was triple O, and uh, so we cut into that specific shape and uh, I talked to Harry and Harry gave me that definition mm -hmm. and then the dove is more of a parlor size right Cor correct the dove is um, a parlor size the guitar and uh, um, that was defined as well the traveler type of avian and uh, very nice design and uh, when I was contacting uh, Jeremy and uh, he actually specifically want a uh, dove because I personally like Skylark so much when I contacting all the influencers on YouTube, I thought they would definitely pick Skylark. Uh, Jeremy is the first one who actually picked a dove and uh, my wife actually liked dove a lot mm -hmm. as well. Uh, so I guess, um, like you said, intonation and uh, all those delicacy of uh, the guitar design, even though as an outsider, I don't understand it. Harry Flashman and Michael Bashkin did a great job doing it. And uh, the, the user actually proved it nowadays after so many years. And for those of you listening, the Jeremy that uh, yeah, I was mentioning is uh, Jeremy Shepard. Yes. The guitar hunter. Um, he's out of the state of Virginia, and he has a wonderful 
YouTube channel. And he's very, what I love about Jeremy is he's, he's like the everyman's guitar influencer. He speaks on his YouTubes exactly the way he would speak to you if you're sitting across the table or across the room from him. He's very honest in his, his uh, reviews. He'll tell you what he likes about it and what he doesn't like about it mm-hmm. in a very nice way. And he seems to really like the Dove. Yes, and he likes it uh, a lot. I, I just <laughs> uh, like uh, almost like a Dove fanatic. <laughs> and uh, what you, if I show you the uh, email uh, that we had um, like three years ago and coming back and forth, he just cannot stop his love expressing his love for Dove at, at, in those emails. And I was, because uh, it's not like saying that uh, YouTubers are um, getting sponsorship or uh, making money out of this uh, s- exclusive source. Uh, so they become greedy when they get to select what type of guitar they can select from your brand. Uh, but mo- I, the more that I contact the influencers, they would choose the the most expensive ones. Like because I it's pretty uh, uh, understandable because they have so many guitars, right. and uh, if they they don't actually like the guitar and just want to uh, do a video and review it, they probably just be- better uh, select the most expensive ones and then uh, turn it into cash after a while if they do do not really use it, but. Um, I can tell that Jeremy Shepard loves Dove because Dove as a parlor guitar is not as expensive compared to a Skylark and uh, a Songbird. Well, what, what is the current price? Now, the, when I say current price, this is May 2023. What's yes. the current price of a Dove? But we, bump up the, uh, we actually bump up the uh, price a little bit. and um, Well, shipping is more expensive now. Yes, and uh, especially... Uh, shipping it from China to the U.S. right now is um, actually costing more. And at the same time, um, uh, the wood and the everything has actually uh, got more expensive. It's well, called it's called an inflation. Inflation and uh, the shortage of, I don't know if you actually remember uh what happened during the past three years there's a period of time like two years ago there's a mad shortness for wood Mm -hmm. and a lot of the people actually starting biting their own sawmill and uh, doing uh cutting off the trees in their uh, land and uh, doing their own uh, wood uh, sourcing and um that's the exact. I I know that it's because I work for a logistic company and one of our customers sells sawmills they're they're their um, uh, order has never been stopped. Like every sawmill is around five to uh, $10,000 uh, each. And uh, we always have uh, 500 order back orders waiting to be shipped to them. And, wow. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a, a mad shortage for Tonewoods. And mm-hmm. it happens. It started to make sense to me after I got to, uh, went to the uh, NAMM show last year. And uh, I was uh, on a mission to look for a Tonewood provider. And uh, when I was asking about Arandax spruce, none of them having them. And uh, almost uh, half of them were short of uh, uh, Sitka as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, none of them having Engelman uh, spruce as well. So 
it, uh, I, I guess those shortage uh, uh, contributes to the increase of the price as well. And uh, the Dove uh, current price for 3A, uh, let me explain, I think it, it, I forgot about to mention the uh, model and the grade. I think the model, uh, we, we, our price structure is pretty straightforward. Uh, we have four models, as I mentioned, and the different um, um, price uh, refer to the grade. And uh, the 2A, 2A to 7A means the higher the uh, grade of the wood, the more expensive the, the guitar is. And um, Penguin, Skylark, and uh, um, Songbird share the same uh, price uh, grades, um, the, the, the tiers of mm -hmm. the, the, the price. And uh, Dove has its own tier of price because it's a little bit uh, less expensive than those three. And uh, the 3A is uh, around $1,400. And that's that's the spruce top with uh, mahogany back and sides. Correct. Yeah. And uh, with the rose, rosewood, uh, which is the five uh, A, uh, is around eighteen hundred mm -hmm. bucks. And uh, the highest grade, which is seven A, is thirty two hundred. And uh, we actually have uh, better wood, which is. Uh, um, uh, what was that? Uh, Brazilian rosewood, but it is uh, forbidden to export. So it's gotten a little bit better, but yeah. even though you can ship it now mm -hmm. with lots of paperwork, mm -hmm. I saw or I listened to someone because I listened to Michael Bashkin's mm -hmm. uh, Luthier on Luthier podcast, and I also listened to um, the Fretboard Journal, mm -hmm. and I I don't remember which of the podcast but the luthier was saying i'd love to build from brazilian rosewood mm -hmm. he said but the last time i got a quote it was five thousand dollars for one set yes yes that's very rare and expensive that's why that's our uh 9a grade and uh, i don't even know the price for that because there's no way that i can get it in the u.s and sell it so i didn't even bother <laughs> But if now, if I remember from the website, the seven A mm -hmm. is Cocobolo. Yes, right mm -hmm. now seven A is all Cocobolo. Right. And uh, when I was first getting in touch with them, they can actually choose uh, three type of uh, back and side uh, tone woods, and uh, one of them is actually no, they they don't even have that at that time. But they have a uh, one in inventory, and which is a zero coded one, and. Uh, Right now, they bump it up to uh, 8A uh, because that's a much higher grade of wood and uh, uh, very nice quality. So they make uh, 7A quite standard now. So only with, if you talk about 7A, it's definitely Cocobolo back inside and uh, Adirondack spruce on the top. Well, the guitar I purchased today is a Songbird. It is the foray mm -hmm. because it is a Sitka spruce top with uh, Indian rosewood back and sides, mm -hmm. and the current price on that is it still twenty one ninety five or yeah. twenty one ninety nine twenty one ninety nine yes. And what's the the three A the mahogany back and side version? I think is eighteen ninety nine. Okay, very affordable for, and I'm saying this not just to be Mr. Marketing hat on. Yeah, 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 we don't. <laughs> but the quality of an avian guitar is equivalent 
to guitars that are twice the price of what the Avians sell for. Absolutely. The Jason Costell, who is a very well-known, extremely high-end, wonderful luthier out of the West Coast. I can't remember if it's Colorado or California or Nevada or which state, but he's out there. He did a video. I was telling you off, off mic about this. Prior to COVID, someone came through who was touring, who had an avian guitar and needed a setup or something. He tried it, and he thought the quality was so good, he did a specific video for YouTube just to tell people how nice of a guitar it was. Yeah, I was very happy to hear that. Actually, um, all those endorsements from the professionals, and um, that actually boost up my confidence every time I hear even a single piece of it. And uh, I would say the biggest uh, confident boost would be the most recent tour uh, that I went to Anaheim, attend this year's NAMM show representing Avian. And uh, that was heck of a trip, but uh, finally I survived it. Uh, if you, I, I can share a little bit about that trip during this podcast. <laughs> Um, at, at first, uh, I, I won't just share the detail why I got, got dragged into it, but, um, I got my daytime job got more and more demanding and, uh, yes, uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like last year I talked to the owner uh, of Avian and saying that, uh, Maybe you should find someone else. And I'm not probably the right person. I don't want to uh, just drag you guys and uh, because of my daytime job and the, the hours that I can devote into this. And uh, he, 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 I can feel that he almost uh, crying in his voice saying that, are you stop cooperating with, with us? And I said, no, I'm just uh, because I know uh, my capacity and uh, I, I right now I'm not satisfied with my performance and uh, I I just don't see I I should keep uh, taking the spot and while other people might being do might doing a better job for for for, for you and uh, they were saying no I don't trust other people <laughs> and, uh, after dealing with you uh, for the past two years I feel. Uh, very confident in you and you you deal with things very uh delicately and uh he he thinks that uh i even though i have a full-time job and he is okay uh, me doing my job uh um, with my own pace so then he started move to the next topic saying that are you willing to uh doing the nam show for us next year so that's the reason that I said it's funny. I was trying to quit this, but it got me <laughs> deeper into it. And I said, uh, if you don't mind me screwing it, screwing it up, and you know, as an IT guy, hosting a booth in the expo is such a big deal. I have never done those before. And uh, so I guess... It's, uh, I, I, this reminds me of something that I think Albert Einstein says. Uh, I'm not smart uh, just because I feel very stupid, so I pay more uh, effort so I get, become better. And I, I, I guess that same applies to me uh, while presenting the NAMM show. Uh, I researched so many uh, booths presenting plans and uh, contacting with NAMM and uh, 
um, figuring out logistic solutions because uh, I don't want to spend a lot of money because my our arrangement because I know there uh, we we all know that the world economy is not very good in past three years and I can feel obviously they're struggling and uh, uh, even just as a, a IT manager I'm doing okay so that's why I can afford <laughs> guitar <laughs> so uh, the original arrangement as their dealer uh, they were saying. I think it's making sense, but uh, Harry thinks they're taking advantage of me, but I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> they were saying that uh, they will pay for the booze cost, which is around $7,700 uh, for renting a 20 by 10 booth, and the, all the rest of the cost, like uh, booth design and uh, all those things, uh, and the traveling cost and logistic are covered by myself. So because it's basically... Uh, uh, building up the image uh, for the brand in the US, I, I think it's um, okay for me to pay for those money. Uh, being naive as I was again, <laughs> I didn't know how much it would cost to build up a booth. And uh, I started to contacting all those people at, who actually specialize in building booths and was saying that I have a budget of 7,000 bucks and they were saying, sorry, uh, that even the cheapest starting is uh, 15,000 bucks. <laughs> and I was saying, okay, sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I started to research all those um, uh, job uh, type of uh, booth design plans and which is also reusable. And uh, it turns out really good. And uh, the effect uh, uh, looked very uh, professional. And uh, um, so I basically I was trying to cut a lot of the cost, but uh, while maintaining the quality of the uh, the booth, and uh, so I basically drove all the way from Buffalo, New York to Anaheim for four days, uh, renting a minivan carrying all as you can see those four speakers in my living room and uh, 15 guitars with all type uh, on all models and uh, for four days there and then asking friends uh, to help me in Anaheim, California. I have several friends there so they came to the show and helped me setting up the floor and the, the, the booths and the table and everything and the guitar racks, all those things. And uh, it finally turns out amazing. And uh, I was so surprised by how we did it as amateur. And uh, especially when I took those videos and pictures and send them, uh, send it back to them. And uh, especially comparing with all those, the rest of the Chinese brands that they set up there, it looks amazing compared to them because uh, all those, all those rest of the uh, uh, Chinese brands booths looks like crap, I would say. <laughs> and, uh, I, I feel embarrassed and well, preparing all those things. I don't care about how many leads that I get out of that expo. And because I've been, I haven't been very active selling guitar. I just listed on, on Reverb and eBay. And uh, I haven't, uh, I don't care about that at all. The only thing that I care about is the reputation of the brand. I don't want other people to pass this booth and think mm, this looks like a very cheap brand and uh, the guitar quality must be 
terrible, and I that's the only thing that I care about.、Uh, and I don't care about how many leads and how many sales,、uh, how much sales, and how many guitars that I sell during the、uh, expo. Not at all. I just want my neighbor Santa Cruz guitars. The other neighbor, neighbor Loden, <laughs> and、uh, Martin and Taylor,、uh, pass by my booth and try, is willing to try our guitars and compare our guitars with their guitars, and、uh, that's actually what happens. And、uh, during during the three day NAM show, a lot of the、um, YouTube influencers. I don't know them, but they stop by and、uh, I check their name because while they were testing their badge, shows their name and then. I don't. I don't have other things to do. I just uh, uh, cyber stalk people <laughs> and、uh, basically look them up.、Uh, a lot of them are actually、uh, influencer with millions of followers, and、uh, then I started to be curious and how they think of the guitar. They fell in love with them, and、uh, they all want to be the representative of our、uh, of our guitar. And、uh, I. I feel a lot better,、uh, even though it's a very uh, slow uh, NAM show. I was caught it, and、uh, to be honest, that the first day I don't see a lot of the dealer coming back,、uh, and、uh, a lot of the musicians, students, and uh, uh, other brands coming by and test our guitars, and、uh, I was actually feel、uh, so pumped and waiting for. Once I once I attend this NAM show, I will get uh, all the uh, uh, dealers and the small music shops uh, owners uh, contract, and I don't have to drive the cars and、uh, visit <laughs> all of them anymore. It's、uh, all in one time, and、uh, I can I can finish in, in one shot. And then after first day, not even one of them show up, and uh, uh, none of them attend the the NAM show this year. But、um, So, so I feel a little bit defeated and uh, uh, alone, and uh, uh, while just sitting there and watching students and other people who obviously cannot afford、uh, avian guitar and testing it and playing it, enjoying it, that's good. But I know they will not buy it at all. But just at that moment,、uh, I saw Paul Davis and uh, uh, Eddie Van Der Meer. Uh, show up at my booth and say hi to me. I say,、uh, they say hi, Biao. I was look up and say, Paul, you are here. <laughs> you, you know that moments, and、uh, I wasn't expecting. They are influ-、uh, YouTube influencers. One with I think two point five million、uh, followers. The other one is with two point one million followers, and.、Um, No, I think Paul has three million uh, followers uh, already, and uh, uh, you wouldn't. They are both from Netherlands, and you wouldn't expecting them showing up,、uh, showing up there. And but at the end of the day, they actually show up and specifically visit our booth and say hi. And、uh, you thinking about that, you started contacting them and uh, uh, getting them to. Try our guitar and、uh, giving reviews on YouTube and have more people knowing this brand. And then after two years, you almost forgot all those things you have done, and then they show up. That moment is、uh, just amazing. Yes. Well, and we we need people who haven't seen Paul Davis's、mm-hmm. 
I have to check out the other one. What's his name again? Addy Ventimir. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever seen his, but I've seen many of Paul's. Mm-hmm. And his recent one, well, I don't know how recently he actually produced it, but I noticed he was holding a Skylark. Yes. And so I pulled it up, and he was reviewing three or four. Yeah, four guitars. And the first one was a, a, a beautiful blue Gibson SG, which was color was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then he plays Sky, Avian Skylark. Mm-hmm. And he was blown away. Yes. I think his reaction was, wow. Yes, very different. And very, very, and he can play just about any brand guitar he wants. Yes, absolutely. So for him to say that about an Avian, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. S- exact same feeling. And uh, knowing that, that he, I, like I mentioned about uh, Jeremy Shepherds and uh, Paul Davis is the same type of guy. Yeah. And uh, he can choose basically whatever type of guitars from any, any brand. And especially he actually wants to uh, 9A customize for him. We would like to do that. Sure. But he just like that 4A. Skylark 4A, and he, he, I I think this is the uh, type of person like you, Todd, while working with you, I know that uh, you are a professional and you know exactly what you want. Money doesn't make any sense to you. And uh, uh, like, uh, even guitars, uh, luthiers are like that as well. Paul is like that, Uh, uh, Jeremy is like that. They know the sound they're looking for, the design they're looking for, uh, which fits their musical needs instead of, oh, this one cost uh, $10,000. I will request this one. And this one cost $5,000. No, that's not the one that's probably a good deal for me this time. So they, they, they basically know exactly the tone woods combination what the result will be, and then what they're seeking to record some type, certain type of uh, music uh, they need, and then they select that specific specific one to uh, actually test it, and uh, then they, if they it actually meets their needs, money doesn't make any uh, sense to them anymore, and it doesn't mean anything to them anymore because. If there's only one thing that can meet your needs in this world and someone actually produces it, that's exactly what you need. You would like to pay anything, uh, even save up money for that. I think that's the type of customer and person that we are looking for for our brand and uh, the, the, the musical, uh, the musicians that's actually care about all those things uh, i i'm not saying that regular uh, regular guitar players doesn't suit both for our uh, our brand they can actually feel the difference <laughs> you everyone probably can feel the difference when playing a, a guitar uh with a, a ten thousand guitar or a ten thousand dollar guitar a one hundred dollar guitar that uh, you can definitely feel the difference but um, uh, and you definitely will feel that one is better, and you start it with a, uh, it probably will uh, last you longer because the playability feel that. Uh, like I said, uh, when I first met uh, Todd, 
I said, oh, when I first got Avian and uh, start playing it, I feel the guitar plays itself, not actually me playing it, because the playability is such a smooth experience. Uh, so for regular uh, guitar players, they, you definitely can um, feel that. But um, I would say it's probably uh, more suitable for all those people who knows what they're seeking for. And uh, we are actually... Um, we are actually dedicated or devoted to produce that for specific customers, uh, just looking for that same exact uh, stuff they're looking for. You know, we, I do want to mention also um, Alamo Music, San Antonio, Texas. Yes. The two fellows who do their, their reviews, um, you had sent some guitars to them. Yes. And, and they actually purchased, I'm sorry to interrupt oh, go you, ahead. Todd. They actually purchased, uh, uh, they, they're our first dealer in the U.S. Oh, terrific. Yeah, we, I, I started uh, with actually uh, asking them to do paid reviews mm -hmm. uh, because nobody knows us. And they heard uh, a brand out of, no, out, out of the blue and uh, they just... Uh, ask you to do this review because you have traffic. They would got suspicious. So you have to pay them to, to do those reviews. But after doing the review and they feel the guitar, they started to asking us, can we deal your guitar? And then they actually purchased, they are actually the, no, I think the Rochester catch up, but the, the <laughs> Rochester guy catch up a little bit, but they actually purchased the, the most guitars before I find other dealers. Yeah. Well, their, their um, review, both of the ones they did mm -hmm. are very well done. Mm -hmm. They're very positive. They were, I think, pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. The other thing they're really good is you get to hear both a Skylark and a Songbird in the different wood combinations. Yes. Yes. And they do A-B comparisons all the way through. Absolutely. Strumming different um, rhythm styles, finger styles. Yeah. And it is for anybody who is interested in pursuing the purchase of an avian or to who may not be able to try one anywhere, that is an excellent uh, YouTube to listen to, definitely with headphones, mm -hmm. if you can, because you'll get a, a really good feel for the difference in sound from an all-mahogany guitar a spruce mahogany combination or a spruce rosewood and then in the different body styles they haven't done a review to my knowledge yet on a dove yeah although uh, jeremy jeremy shepherd has yeah he has done the dove one and uh for since jeremy has done such an excellent job and uh we were thinking probably just uh, ask animal to do a comparison between songbird and skylark and the, the different wood grade uh, among Skylark. Mm -hmm. And then that's basically what they do did with our reviews. So how is your guitar playing doing? Oh, funny you asked that question, <laughs> Todd. I, I was practicing almost like uh, five hours per day and during COVID. And uh, ever since I, I got tracked into this, you, you know, it's is very actually philosophical if we started discussing this and uh, you ask for something and then you end up with another and uh, at first I thought it, by dealing it probably will get me more involved with the guitar business and then or anything related to guitar and then it probably uh, will improve my playing uh, skills and I 
it's totally not like that. If someone's stupid enough like me and uh, is thinking about the same, stop doing that. And uh, <laughs> because it actually drained my time from uh, practicing, and I I barely have time to practice guitar at all nowadays. I'm a pure businessman. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, 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 in order to demonstrate in front of people, I just keep playing. The, you know, I'm that guy now. I'm, I keep playing the same old song just, uh, just to refresh my memory and have something to play when people uh, uh, come to me, and my friends come to me, and or I dem have to demonstrate the guitars. Uh, uh playability and the sound the harmonic and percussion sound all those type of things um, while traveling around visiting music stores so i i uh, <laughs> i feel kind of uh, uh embarrassed when you actually <laughs> ask me that but uh yeah uh, i probably will uh improve uh, or get back to practicing uh when Everything is on the track, and uh, we actually have dealers here in the U.S., and then I just have to send guitars out and then don't have to worry about anything else. Well, the, the big question is, are you still enjoying playing your avian guitar yeah. when you can play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, good. That's, absolutely. That's absolutely. Every time I pick it up is just the same as uh, the first time that I got it, and uh, as, like, my baby. And uh, I, I, I hold it, and I touch it and uh, the sound is almost soothing and uh, if you have a very bad day and nothing compares to just picking up the guitar and play something yeah well for any of you listening who are interested in at least thinking about purchasing an avian guitar and i highly recommend an avian guitar since i now own three mm -hmm. two of the ones i used to own i sold because i just wasn't playing them at the time um but I wanted another songbird, and now I have the 4A, which is the citrus spruce top with rosewood. And the guitar has light gauge strings on it at the moment, mm -hmm. which is what I demoed today. I normally play with medium gauge because I tune down a full step. Mm -hmm. And other than the fact that the light gauge doesn't hold, there's not enough string tension mm -hmm. tuned down like that. You, you heard me on a couple of those. Yeah, some buzz. Yeah. But on that, that low end, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. I said, you know, that's what I'm looking for that I don't yeah. get with so many other guitars. Oh, so yeah, that's the, the bass, actually. The bass. And uh, I'm so looking forward to putting a medium gauge on that when I get home. Mm -hmm. And uh, you will probably sound even better. Oh, saying. it's going to sound terrific. And then yeah. I'm going to put a K and K pickup into it because I, I love those. Yeah. And the next time I play out professionally, but I'm going into the studio on the 20th of this month, mm -hmm. mainly to do the vocals on some of the songs I recorded two weeks ago. But I'm going to take my avian songbird down to record a guitar track for a song I haven't done yet. And I will, once we get that to where it's listenable, I will send you a copy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, Tom. you're welcome. And I, and I am humbled that you allowed me to come up first and that you allowed... Uh, Agreed to be on the podcast with no, me. I am so thankful for that. I'm, I'm flattered, to be honest, 100% flattered. I'm just a regular IT guy and uh, never been onto any uh, public shows and uh, podcast. And uh, I'm humbled to, to be in this show as well. Well, we're going to go out by listening to the same guitar piece that we listened at the beginning. And I, I do want to uh, thank you again.
And uh, thank you folks for listening and catch the Wispy Bump Music Acoustic Radio Podcast Series next time. Thank you.